0: Welcome, all of you. I'm so glad you're here. And I want to say a special welcome to those of you that are on YouTube in our live stream uh, or looking at this later on as a uh, recorded service. Quiero saludar a los que están en YouTube uh, en vivo o más tarde. decir, uh, servicio va a estar grabado y va a estar en nuestro sitio de YouTube. Uh, I want to just take this opportunity right now to send off our children to children in worship. Es la hora de niños en adoración. We're grateful for that ministry. We have such a dedicated team, and uh, I love what they do with our boys and girls, so it's time. Go ahead, guys, and head out for Children in Worship. As they are heading out, I want to give you an opportunity to get a Bible. If you need one, hay Biblias atrás si la necesitas, and you can also uh, pull it up on your phone, and um, I'm going to be reading Again, repeating the scripture that uh, Juan read for us earlier from Ephesians 4. But before I do that, I just want to explain what's going on today. Today is a little bit different. You can see that uh, maybe there aren't quite as many people here. One of the reasons might be that we, after our second service, are going to be having two important events. And we want you to come back and to know that you're welcome for those. Después del segundo servicio hay dos eventos. First, we are having our youth the youth band and some of our other youth, holding their annual dessert auction. It is fun. It is great fun. And there is something that anybody can afford and anybody can enjoy. The purpose is to help our youth to have some extra funds for camps. And for special activities. And we're hoping this year they will get a chance to do that later on. La subasta de postres va ser después del segundo servicio, es para los jóvenes para que levanten fondos para sus campamentos y otras actividades. The other thing in line with that is our annual congregational meeting. And that is a time where we are really reflecting on the year that's been, thinking about the year that's to come. We're going to be selecting uh, some new leadership. We'll be looking at our funding plan. It will be brief and it will be sweet because there'll be desserts in the middle of it. See, we've got this all planned out. muy lindo la reunión Va a ser algo lindo porque vamos a estar seleccionando líderes y también aprobando el plan provisión de para la iglesia en el año que viene. So please know you're welcome to come back uh, at around 11 o'clock if you're wanting an estimate. 11 o'clock would be pretty good, uh, safe bet. And we would love to have you back with us at that time. So, again, I want to share the reading that uh, Elder Juan shared earlier because there's so much in here, and I think it's worth reading again. There's just a lot, and I'm going to try to unpack it as we're wrapping up this series of messages on getting wise in faith. Estamos terminando esta serie, El Porqué de la Fe. The uh, scripture, again, is from Ephesians chapter 4, verses 10 through 16, Ephesians 4. Del 10 al 16. And I'm going to read first in English, and then I'll read it in Spanish. Voy a leer primero en inglés, después en español. This is from the Apostle Paul, the early church leader Paul, and it is the word of God for us today. Este Pablo sobre la palabra, es la palabra de Dios. He's talking about Jesus, okay? He's talking about Jesus as he starts here. Habla de Jesús, he says, he who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. It was he who gave some to be apostles, some to be prophets, some to be evangelists, and some to be pastors and teachers to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature, From him, the whole body, joined and held together by every supporting ligament, grows and builds itself up in love as each part does its work. El que descendió es el mismo que ascendió por encima de todos los cielos para llenarlo todo. El mismo constituyó a unos apóstoles, a otros profetas, a otros evangelistas y a otros pastores y maestros, a fin de capacitar al pueblo de Dios para la obra de servicio, para edificar el cuerpo de Cristo. De este modo, todos llegaremos a la unidad de la fe y del conocimiento del Hijo de Dios, a una humanidad perfecta que se conforme a la plena estatura de Cristo. Así, ya no seremos niños, sandeados por las olas y llevados de aquí para allá por todo viento de enseñanza y por la astucia y los artificios de quienes emplean artimañas engañosas. Más bien, al vivir la verdad con amor, Creceremos hasta ser en todo como aquel que es la cabeza, es decir, Cristo. Por su acción, todo el cuerpo crece y se edifica en amor sostenido y ajustado por todos los ligamentos según la actividad propia de cada miembro. His name was Alvar Núñez Cabeza de Vaca. Alvar Núñez Cabeza de Vaca. He was a little known Spanish explorer who, in the year 1528, crashed with his ship and his crew on an island off the coast of Texas. In 1528, este explorador chocó su barco contra una isla de Texas. In doing that, Cabeza de Vaca became the first. Spanish explorer, to land in Texas. Fue el primer explorador en aterrizar en Texas. Now that might seem like an honor, puede ser un honor, but here's the problem. Texas was not his goal. Florida was. Él intentaba llegar a Florida. And that was just the beginning of his problems. You see, over the next four years, Cabeza de Vaca and his crew—they suffered through all kinds of other accidents, attacks from native peoples, and, and starvation, and disease, and all kinds of hardship. Durante cuatro años sufrieron ataques de los indígenas, enfermedades y tal. And at the end of four years, Cabeza de Vaca ended up with just four crew members left, and they were in, of all places. Arizona. Terminaron con cuatro de la tripulación en Arizona. Now, in case you're geographically challenged, uh, I need you to know that Arizona is a long ways from Florida. Okay, Arizona está muy lejos de Florida. In fact, it's in the opposite direction, as you can see from the map. Está en la dirección opuesta. So what happened here? What went wrong? ¿Qué ocurrió aquí? Well, historians don't really know for sure, no saben los historiadores, but I I think there's a clue, I think there is a clue in the last name of this explorer, hay un indicio en su apellido, cabeza de vaca, now you guys who speak Spanish know that that means cow head, okay, it may have been that cabeza de vaca had a big head, That he thought he knew what he was doing. A lo mejor tenía una cabeza grande. It may be that he was bullheaded. You know, stubborn as a mule. That he thought he could do this thing. A lo mejor era muy terco. Whatever the case, we can say this much. Cabeza de vaca was unqualified to be the captain of this mission. No era calificado para ser el capitán de esta misión. Why do I say that? Well, it's simple. If you're gonna have a successful sailing expedition, it starts with the captain. You've gotta have a good captain. For example, let's just say, if I were appointed to be the captain of a sailboat to sail across the Pacific Ocean, I can tell you right now that expedition would fail. Si fuera capitán de un barco de vela para cruzar el Pacífico, no tendría éxito. Why? I'm not qualified. I've been on a sailboat once, folks, once, for about an hour. That's it. Solistado un barco de vela una hora. I would not be able to take a crew across the ocean. In fact, even if I had the, an expert crew, if I had everybody else that knew what they were doing, I don't think it would work. No serviría aun si tuviera una tripulación de expertos. Why? Because I wouldn't know what to do with them. I wouldn't know how to use the gifts and the abilities and the, and the, and the, the strengths of each of those uh, crew members to make the boat go forward. No sabría aprovecharme de los dones y capacidades de la tripulación. When it comes to sailing, you need a good captain. Para que tener un buen capitán. When it comes to the journey of faith, the same thing is true. Lo mismo con la trayectoria de la fe. And thankfully, the Bible tells us that there is some good news. Hay buenas noticias. When it comes to the journey of faith, we not only have a good captain, we not only have a great captain, thank God, we have a perfect captain. Tenemos un capitán perfecto. And as we look at Ephesians chapter 4, this scripture today, the Bible tells us in so many words that this perfect captain is in the process of putting together a crew. He is building up a crew to undertake the most important and the most significant expedition of them all. Este capitán está formando una tripulación para la expedición más importante de todas. So I want to take you through what I mean by this, and we start with Ephesians chapter 4, verse 10. Ephesians 4, 10. <clears throat> In this verse, basically, I think we have... The whole scope of the gospel message. Tenemos todo el rango aquí. What does it say? It's talking of Jesus. And it says, he who descended is the very one who ascended higher than all the heavens in order to fill the whole universe. El que descendió es el mismo que ascendió por encima de todos los cielos para llenarlo todo. What's it saying? It's saying, Jesus, our captain, has descended. He is God who's come down to this earth as a human being. Uh, It's what we're going to be celebrating in just a couple of weeks as we get into the season of Advent. eh, Jesús descendió. Dios que se hizo ser humano. But when Jesus came down as God in the flesh, he didn't just descend to live a perfect life among us. No solo descendió para llevar una vida perfecta. The Bible says he descended, he went down even further. Descendió aún más. Philippians chapter 2 says he descended and went down all the way to the shameful death of the cross. Descendió hasta la muerte de la cruz. He descended all the way to the pit of hell. To pay the price. I love how the song said, to wear our sin, to take upon himself our shame. Descendió al infierno para llevar nuestro pecado y nuestra vergüenza. But the very one who descended all the way to the bottom is the one who's ascended. Es el que ascendió. He's risen from the dead. That's what Easter's about. That's what every Sunday is about. Jesus is alive. As Juan said, we're alive because he's alive. Jesus ascendió. Resucitó de los muertos. But it's not just that he's raised from the dead. He's gone even higher. He's ascended, it says, higher than all the heavens. He's gone to the highest place to reign on high. Ascendido hasta los sumos de los cielos. And what is his plan? It says his plan is that from that place... He wants to fill the entire universe. Él quiere ocupar todo el universo. He wants to occupy every square inch of every place and make it all new, a new creation. Va a ser And how is he going to do that? By putting his spirit inside of people so that people then go out as new people, new creations, and they begin to spread out and to carry his presence and his power and his rule everywhere. That's what he's after. He wants people that look like him and act like him, living and moving everywhere, and he's in this process to bring it all together so that he's on high. That's what Jesus has done. And as he undertakes this great expedition to bring about a new heaven and a new earth. and esta expedición, as I said before, he's putting together a crew. Está formando una tripulación. It begins with leaders, with apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. Hay líderes, apóstoles, profetas, evangelistas, pastores y maestros. And what is the job of these teachers that are given to his crew? ¿Cuál es su trabajo? Well, verse 12 says their job is to prepare God's people for works of service so that the body, the crew of Christ, may be built up until we all reach unity in the faith and in the knowledge of the Son of God and become mature attaining to the whole measure of the fullness of Christ. Su fines de capacitar al pueblo de Dios para la obra de servicio, para edificar la tripulación, el cuerpo de Cristo, y de este modo todos llegaremos a la unidad de la fe, del conocimiento de Dios, y a una humanidad perfecta que se conforme a la plena estatura de Cristo. In other words, through these leaders, Jesus wants to equip and build up every single person in his crew, so that we can serve, so that we can function. Quiere edificar cada miembro de la tripulación para funcionar y servir. And the goal is that in the end we would be united in faith. We would be complete in our knowledge of God and His Son. Vamos a estar unidos en fe, en el conocimiento de Dios. And it says, we will all be mature. And what is Maturity. Maturity is being filled to the measure of the fullness of Christ. It's looking like Jesus. Hasta que lleguemos a una humanidad perfecta que se conforme a la plena estatura de Cristo. La madurez. What we've got a picture of here is a crew that knows how to sail full steam ahead in our world and to bring Jesus wherever they go in spite of the wind and the waves of opposition that are going to blow against them. una tripulación que sabe frente a las olas y los vientos de In fact, in verse 14 it says, when this crew of Jesus comes to that place of maturity, cuando estemos maduros, it says then, then we will no longer be infants. We'll no longer be tossed back and forth by the waves and blown here and there by every wind of teaching and cunningness and craftiness of, of people and their deceitful screaming. no seremos niños por las olas llevados de aquí por allá por todo viento de enseñanza. In other words, we won't be blown off course. We won't be buffeted and distracted by false teaching, and by false action, by crafty, deceitful living. No vamos a ser distraídos por la falsa enseñanza, ni por las artimañas de las personas. Instead, it says in verse 15, here's the picture, speaking the truth in love, we will in all things grow up into him who is the head, that is Christ. Más bien, la verdad con amor, vamos a crecer hasta ser en todo como aquel que es la cabeza, es decir, Cristo. In other words, we're talking about a crew that as it functions, as it serves, as it grows, it's going to mature. And in the end, the crew is going to look like the captain. We're going to be 100% like our head la tripulación se va a ver como el capitán, como nuestra cabeza. And who is our head? Our head is not a cow. Our head is not a stubborn person. Our head is a perfect one. Christ, nuestra cabeza es, no es una vaca, es el Cristo. And the head, Christ, has the heart of a shepherd for you and me. He's going to get us to where we need to be. So, what we have here is an amazing picture. How do we get there? How do we get to this place of being this perfect ship-shaped crew that is 100% looking like Jesus? Como llegamos así, verse 16 says, we get it from him. From him, the head, the whole body is joined together and, and every part does its work, building itself up like a body with ligaments and muscles. Cada parte hace su obra como músculos, tendones, ligamentos, etc., By serving and loving Jesus together on this crew, we're building each other towards maturity. Like I said, what we have here is a vision, a beautiful vision of Christian community. Es una visión de la comunidad cristiana. In fact, I would say this passage is the perfect answer to the last why question that we're presenting today. And the why question that we're asking is why community. ¿Por qué la, es la pregunta del por qué. Why this thing called Christian community? What are we doing this for? Why do we need this? ¿Por qué ocupamos una comunidad cristiana? And here's the answer that I would give based on what the Bible's just told us. Here's why. Christian community is the vessel that Jesus is using to move us all towards maturity. He wants to move us towards maturity by, by equipping us and building us up to live in unity and in love. Es el buque que el capitán Jesús usa para que avancemos hacia la madurez para equiparnos a estar en unidad y en amor. In other words, community, Christian community, is really like a boat. It's like a vehicle. Es como un barco. And on this boat, we are together under the direction of our captain, and and he's using this boat to get us in spiritual shape. Él usa este vehículo para formarnos espiritualmente. Why? So that in the end, we all look like him. Like I said before, Jesus is our captain, and if you want to know what it is to be mature, Well, Jesus is the picture of what maturity looks like. Jesús es la imagen de lo que es la madurez. So, with that understanding of community, we need to know what kind of boat we're in. We need to know what kind of vehicle we're on. Hay que saber qué tipo de barco es. This, contrary to what some people might think, is not a cruise ship. No es un crucero. It's not just a party boat. You know, Christian community is not simply about hanging out on the deck, watching the waves go by, playing shuffleboard, having fun, uh, uh, you know, hanging out, enjoying one another's company. It includes that, of course it does, we're going to have a great dessert auction today, we're going to do some of that, we're going to have fun, we're going to have a great time, si sí, claro vamos a tener tiempos de compañerismo, pero el compañerismo, el convivio no es la meta, but that's not the whole picture. You see, we're not on a cruise ship where some of the people on the ship serve all the other ones on the ship who hang back and sit in their lounge chairs and drink lemonade and, and, and just and, you know, get a tan or whatever you're going to do. That's not the picture we're talking about. No es un crucero donde algunos trabajan y sirven y otros no. It's not where some are staff and some are consumers. That's not the boat we're on. We're not on a cruise ship. We're on a battleship. Estamos en un acorazado. And what that means then is that every single person on board is a part of the crew and has a part to play. No matter how big or small, it's important. Cada miembro es una parte de la tripulación. So that is why in this next year, in 2021, I would like us as a church to focus on this theme. The theme of moving towards maturity. Avanzando hacia la madurez. Es el tema para el año 2021. Each year we have a theme. That's the theme I hope that we can look at this next year. In other words, I believe that God is calling Sunrise Community Church, this congregation, to set a course towards becoming more mature followers of Jesus in 2021. Queremos fijar la meta de hacernos más maduros en la fe. So what we're talking about here is something that's sometimes called discipleship. Se trata del discipulado. what, what is discipleship? It's this understanding that we're all in the same boat and we are all called to be learners. And followers of Jesus. Todos somos seguidores y aprendices de Jesús. We're all to be a part of that. Now, here's the thing. If I wanted to learn about sailing, I have two choices. I could uh, just go off by myself and I could uh, read some books about sailing. I could go on the internet maybe learn some things about sailing. I might even be able to talk like a sailor. I might even be able to say, hoist the main, matey, or something like that, right? Yo podría leer libros y saber cómo hablar como alguien que sabe zarpar. But if I truly want to experience sailing, what do I have to do? I have to get on board a boat, join a crew, and I actually have to get out on the water. Tengo que lanzarme al agua con una tripulación. The same is true with our faith. The same is true when it comes to this thing called discipleship. I could, in theory, stay home, read my Bible, pray, listen to some videos or some podcasts, and I could just be in my own little world. Podría yo leer mi Biblia solas, escuchar podcasts, etc. And I could say, I'm, you know, I, I believe. I might have a real faith in God, but here's the thing, until I step into the boat of Christian community, until I join God's crew, until I actually start to serve and to love and to give and to share. I really have not experienced being a follower of Jesus. I am not truly, in that sense, a disciple. Hasta que me ponga a bordo con una comunidad y use mis dones y y practique. No soy un discípulo. And so, in this coming year, we want to talk about what it means to move towards maturity together. Queremos avanzar hacia la madurez juntos. I think Christian maturity is something we need to understand. It's not just kind of a one-and-done type of thing, you know, where you set course to say, I'm going to become mature, and it's just like going from point A to point B. One easy step, one and done. Hey, I'm mature, everybody. Look at me. No es algo así como de un solo paso. Becoming mature, spiritually speaking, is a little bit like sailing towards the horizon. Es como hacia el horizonte. We set our course and we're headed towards the horizon. And you're always advancing, you're always getting closer to the horizon, but do you ever get to the horizon? Not exactly. Siempre estás destinado al horizonte, pero no llegas allí. When we talk about maturity, becoming like Jesus, we're setting our course to grow and to improve and to learn. But do we ever get to that place of perfect maturity? Not in this life. We're always headed there. Someday we'll be like him, the Bible says, on the other side. Algún día vamos a como Jesús, pero nunca llegamos a la meta en esta vida. And growing towards maturity is also a little bit like this thing called tacking. Es como dar bordadas. You know what tacking is? I barely know because I don't know much about sailing. But tacking is the, the technique that's used when you're trying to sail into a wind, when you're trying to go straight into the wind. Si estas intentando zarpar contra del viento, the wind's against you. Now, if you just throw up your sail and say, I'm going to go straight into the wind, you're not going to go forward. You're actually going to get blown backwards because, whoops, see what's happening to me? I'm not going to do that. <laughs> see, you get blown backwards. Si levantas la vela, el viento te sopla para atrás. So when you're going into the wind, the trick is to go from side to side. You go to one side and then you switch directions and go to the other side. And what you're doing is you're catching the edge of the wind and it's giving you momentum. And so you, you advance by tacking, by going back and forth in a zigzag pattern, and that's how you go forward. And uh, vas a un lado y después al otro para, para así agarrar un poco de viento y momentum y así vas adelante. So, moving towards maturity, becoming like Jesus, it's a lot like spiritual tacking. Es como dar bordadas para madurar. It's about small incremental daily changes in my attitude, changes in my thinking, daily decisions. Back and forth. Se trata de cambios pequeños de actitud, de pensamiento, de acciones. Small daily adjustments and sometimes they're big adjustments. But it's all about learning how to live wisely. Es vivir con sabiduría. Now there are going to be days, and there have been days for me this year, where the winds and the waves of opposition beat you back. And pummel you. donde los vientos te muevan para atrás. But here's the thing. When we are in the boat of Christian community, we're not going to sink. And We're not going to drown. No vamos a ahogarnos o hundirnos en el barco de la comunidad cristiana. And so as we wrap up this series of messages And as we wrap up this, really, this ministry year at Sunrise, I want to ask you a question. Quiero hacerles una pregunta al terminar este año de ministerio. Here's the question that I want you to reflect on. How has Sunrise Community Church, how has this crew and this boat helped you to move towards maturity? ¿Cómo te ha ayudado esta iglesia a avanzar hacia la madurez? How has Sunrise helped you grow? How has this community helped you to grow in loving God? In loving other people? And in inviting other people to come aboard and to join God's crew? ¿Cómo te ha ayudado esta iglesia amar a Dios, amar a los demás e invitar a otros a la tripulación de Dios? Loving God loving people, inviting others to get on board, that's really our mission as the church. And we get to do this together, amando a Dios, amando a los demás, e invitando a otros a bordo con Cristo. Moving towards maturity so that we look like Captain Jesus. Avanzando hacia la madurez para sernos como el Capitán Jesús. That's why we're here. That's why we're the church. Por eso somos la iglesia. Please pray with me. Oremos. Lord Jesus, I am so grateful to be a part of this crew. I thank you for the many ways that I have grown in 22 plus years of being a part of this this crew called Sunrise, I have grown I'm not the same person I was 22 years ago I've changed, and I pray for the better, because others have loved me and cared for me, and pointed Jesus out to me, and been Jesus to me gracias por las muchas maneras en que me has madurado a mi por medio de esta comunidad Lord Jesus, as we go into the next year, be our captain. Be the one who sets direction. Be the goal. And be the motivation of everything we do. Que seas tú el capitán, la meta, la motivación para todo. Forgive us where we fail, where we get blown back by our own pride. Forgive us when we sometimes have una cabeza de vaca, we're we're cow-headed or bull-headed. We submit to you and we thank you for your great love for us. Gracias por tu gran amor, Señor. We ask these things in Jesus' name and in the name of the Lord Jesus. Amen.